grams of night. That's like $35. So I'm actually saving money here. Is that an old glass Pepsi bottle? Yes. We found that at uh, Hazard next to the fucking city courts. The ball went over the hill into the creek and Peyton come back up with the ball and headed back down and dig up the ball <laughs> during a fucking dust bowl game. But you know what? <laughs> it just led to this moment. Just now. <laughs> That's the reason why. Like he dug that up during a dust bowl game <laughs> and we was down by two. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I actually started the audio as a test. That would be a <laughs> Keep it going. Yeah. I can do his intro now. A challenge that y'all can't do. What's the challenge? It's an empty beer bottle, and you set it. I I got Facebook. I know how to do it. (laughs) I I don't. I mean, I have Facebook, but I don't know it, so if you want to do it. (laughs) All right, we're here with Channing Fugit, the man that one time got shit on by a raccoon. I mean, a gold retriever. Got you. (laughs) <laughs> Long story. Actually, not that one. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you can tell it. You can told. tell it, yeah. Okay, so this was when I was living in Richmond, and my roommate forgot to pay the water bill, which it was this that happened all the damn time. But yeah. it's irrelevant. <laughs> anyway, the water's cut off, and uh-huh. I was I had yeah. a puppy, and it was shitting all over the house. Chad knows about this, and. Okay, I could dog fl- dad also. Yeah. Too. For real? Yeah. Puppies? Uh, No, not puppies. No. I don't I mean, think I'll ever own a puppy again. Yeah. One of them's kind of a puppy. It's a boxer. And uh, they don't like fully mature until like a few years in. So she's still like a They'll toddler. They'll the shit on you too. Yeah. They? They'll attack your face, dude. They'll just. God, my fucking dog will attack your face. <laughs> but then she lays on you and you're like, yeah. Ah, love you. I plan on getting dogs it. when they're about Buddy or Lily's age, two, and <laughs> fatten them up so they just lay around. Yeah. All right, you got to continue with But anyway, <laughs> so I cleaned up the shit in the house, and I couldn't flush it down the toilet. Of course. Because we didn't have any water. <laughs> didn't want to throw it away. Didn't want to stick up the house, so we had a deck. So I just went to launch it off the deck. It catches a branch and comes back and smacks me in the forehead. <laughs> and everybody in that house thought I died or something i went back in there screaming i couldn't clean it off good because i didn't have uh that that water so finally got taken care of but that was a pretty unfortunate experience yeah that is unfortunate yeah i think earlier i heard you say karma isn't real i don't know what that would have been karma for I think one time... I must have did something. (laughs) I might have told you this story one time when we got drunk. This was real recent. But when my dog was a puppy, uh, we would just let it run around the room, and it had shit. (laughs) While me and Dorothea was doing, like, the nasty. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so... And I smelled it midway through going at it, and it kind of, like, took me back. Oh, no. And I almost lost it. Then I I got it back. Then... (laughs) Then it steps in it, its own shit. Then hops up in the bed and gets it on my fucking leg. Dude. Oh my god! At three a.m. No, no, you can't. Okay, get, yeah. You can't. No, 
No, it's over. It's hit the buzzer on the. Right. It's over. And I was taking a shower with the dog above me like this, trying to get the shit off of me. Well, I'm trying to get the shit off me. Oh man, but that would mean like the dog's hair is dripping the shit water onto your body. Nick. You look like Bear Grylls squeezing the sh- elephant shit into his mouth. Have y'all seen that? Yeah. That's yeah. some old school shit. Some bitch is fake as hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. That. I mean, <laughs> but that one dude, what's the man versus wild? He was like fake ass. Fuck. I think that was, he even had a camera crew. That was Bear Grylls, right? No, Bear Grylls was, was the one dude Bear that Grylls. had his own cameras. And everything. that was Survivor Man. Yeah, Survivor. yeah. I think Man versus Wild was Bear he, Grylls. Yeah, he just Survivor Man just took the camera, and he would do anything for a good camera shot. Like, yeah, I saw him set a camera down and. Just to get a, a footage of him walking literally like half a mile away. <laughs> so I had to but walk he's survive. all that way and come back. Yeah, it's like. If a, I'm in that survival situation, I'm not walking more than I got to. Yeah, exactly. That guy kind of sucked getting food. Like, he'd go seven days without eating, eat like a piece of bubble gum. <laughs> he can make a fire anything. Like, he found an old camera. And like held it up for like twelve hours one time in the sun. While the and camera like magnified it. His, uh... <laughs> what? Yeah. Magnified. Magnified like some dry leaves, and like he made a fire out of it. But he oh. didn't eat the whole episode. Where was he? A place with sticks, perhaps. Listen, you know, how I about striking those together? I was naked. You know? what? I was naked and afraid one time for thirty minutes. Not. It was too weird for me. What was it? Naked and afraid. I won't watch weird. it just because the title of it. It's too weird. It accidentally come on one night, and I was like, "What's the point in it?" I was Honestly. like, "Why naked?" <laughs> just. I wake up naked <laughs> and afraid every time I blackout drink, and wake up the next day in my bed and naked I don't and afraid. Me. I'm naked and afraid. <laughs> Stranded. In that doesn't happen place. often, but I've woke up a couple times and like. Oh, I have too. Because I never sleep yeah. naked. Just don't do it. Yeah. And like, I wake up completely naked and be like, what the hell just happened? And it's. I'm You've scared. given up all your vulnerabilities. The worst you're was like, naked no, like, you're... The worst one is when you wake up and you don't know where you're at for a few seconds. Oh, that's the worst, dude. And you're like, okay. It's like your brain is on enough to think, where am I? But yeah. not on enough to, to know where you're at. Where. Yeah. And then you wake up and you're like... And that's drunk. why I sleep with a nightlight on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dude, that's, it's not that I'm scared of the dark. It's that I'm scared of waking up in the pitch black fucking dark. Well, and not being able to see my fucking hands in front of my face. Yeah, it's definitely inconveniencing to be in the dark. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like you close your eyes. Like you can't do a lot of the things in the dark that you can do in the light. Sounds you like a. You can't even you know, you have sex smoothly <laughs> in the dark. Huh? You can't even have sex smooth at first. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. you're reaching around trying to find. <laughs> he hits her in the fucking cheek, looking for the tip. <laughs> I don't know how in movies they literally go from making out to making love in like point two seconds. Yeah, that's true. There's no awkward stage where you're cold up. Okay. Loosen up, take my pants down. Your fucking sock gets stuck, and you're like, dog with shit on its paw jumps on your leg. Starts licking your feet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's never been in a movie. Not not in one that wants to be serious, at least. (laughs) Have you noticed they never hang up on, like, say goodbye on phone calls in movies? They just say, okay, and just, like, hang up. Yeah. 
Some people no one you can't. Ever. Why don't they just have a moment in a movie where they can't get off the phone with somebody that they want to get off with? Goddamn. <laughs> You know who, like, uh, give me one of those moments. You know well, who Dave Rubin is? Well, yeah, I'm get a little out political here. guy. Yeah. He's a sellout piece of crap. <laughs> but anyway, he had um, the famous dude Larry King. Is that yeah. the guy that interviews the people? Old guy. Yeah, yeah. He uh, old, he tried to model older, his show older. after Larry King. He's like, I just I don't really try to pick a side. I just let him talk, which he's not like Larry King at all. Yeah. But Larry King went on his podcast and he was live streaming it. Larry King's son called during it and he answered and talked to him for five minutes about like baseball and shit. The guy was oh, pissed. I, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. He was like, Larry. And he was like, the Mets got who? <laughs> and it just never stopped. It was like the most cringe. Could it have thing. been a bit? Because I didn't hear it myself. I just heard about it. No, and they couldn't edit it out because it was like a live stream podcast. Yeah. Oh, they okay. usually do them like pre recorded. And they would have just edited it out. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know about live stream. Would you ever want to live stream this? Or it'd have to be a special occasion. Wait, we're so we can interact. Right we're live, but but not like automatically uploading. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, like Joe Rogan, I think said that there was a problem with his uh, uploading where. When he was doing it live, like broadcasting live, instead mm-hmm. of just uploading it all together, uh, he said that people would clip it down as the show was going and upload to their own channel to get like, mm. you know what I'm saying? So there's Joe Rogan sewed up, really edit stuffs out. Nah, uh, I don't okay. think so. But I was about to. I do like, think no. they do like edit <laughs> no. things out. Like you'll see, like him. He don't like talk about his friends and stuff. So like if something he's uh, has a guest on, they're talking about like one of his good buddies. I think sometimes he'll say something and then like clip it out. I agree. I do know that for a fact. I can't remember any of them right now, but I do know there are moments where I've seen that it's been clipped. Uh, and like when he was on with Kyle Kalinsky from really? Secular Talk, they were talking about Dave Rubin. Mm. Pretty sure it got clipped. Like one part got clipped out because he probably shit on him. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Uh, I, dude, that one podcast showed me what a lot of working out, like, vigorously, like Joe Rogan did for the Sober October. Like, whenever he was talking to Kyle Kalinsky, like, last October, mm-hmm. he looked dead. And, like, he looked like he was about to fall Joe asleep. Joe Rogan? Yeah. Like, last October they did, like, the heart rate thing. Didn't they? Like they wore those things around the whoop, their chest. Yeah. The whoop band. Yeah. I've lit those up. Those are like 230 bucks and they didn't even got a screen on them. Have you seen yeah. the fitness rings you can buy that tracks them? What? But the thing is, there's two different types of fitness rings. There's fitness rings where if you're married and you don't want to wear your wedding oh, the ring. the silicone yeah, ring. That, yeah. and then there's ones that actually like track your activity. So know, now I'll get YouTube ads for like silicone wedding rings. What and if like, you're I have like to tell lifting. Haley, like, no, I promise don't get any, you know, <laughs> yeah. expectations here. I was looking for a fitness tracker. <laughs> no, I was hardcore in the fucking Fitbit game there for a while. I walked from Chavez BB to Buckhorn School. For the baseball game? Yes. Oh, I've told you that. Was that with Peyton? Yes. You're lucky Peyton ain't going to like a diabetic Listen, coma. Saved this yes. motherfucker's <laughs> life. I saved his life. 
I saved his life because I I knew a girl on the way to Buckhorn. I was like, yo, I need something. And so she brought out some peanut butter crackers and a Pepsi and a cup. Damn. That's what living in a small town is like. I got wind to walk two miles to get it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was going to have to drag the son of a bitch. Because when people go in those diabetic comas, they like they're like yeah, it's like they're drunk, dead to life, like drunk, (laughs) drunk drunk as fuck, destroyed. And then you give them some sugar and just half up back. I mean, they're technically drug addicts. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, technically they're just meeting the what is required yeah. of them, right? They're not, like, needing extra of it, right? Or am I wrong? Because he's type 1 diabetic. Yeah. So his pancreas doesn't make B-cells. Or the B-cells don't make the insulin like normal people's do. So that's why they just have to inject the insulin. Does but it make two... two why can't, why, too why can't you have a pancreas uh, trans, like, swap out? What's it called? Transplant. Transplant, yeah. <laughs> Why can't you have a pancreas transplant? I don't know. Probably because it's like there's it's like so many layers deep in your like it's in your abdominal cavity. Like some of it's like behind. It's called like the perineum, and some of it's like in front. So it's like kind of wedged in between some shit. And it's, I don't know why they can't. So it's like maybe not worth the risk. Probably of not injuring something else on your because it's close to your liver, stomach, small intestines. Yeah. And then your body would probably reject it too. So I don't know. They're I'm, starting to make uh, pigs have like human organs in them. Pig human hybrids. As Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. <laughs> I've not heard this. I'm not trying to get off conspiracy, Alex well, Jones. Here, you know, but. but it's not like there's shit that Alex Jones has said that's true. I mean, that or not true. Right. Like, so what? I, I, I don't know. I said that terribly. What I meant is Alex Jones is right sometimes. Every now and then. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a, a broke clock is strikes right twice a day or whatever yeah. it is. I think he's right about the frogs are gay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? No. Like he, frogs gay. He's saying they're putting something in the water. He's like, <laughs> to put some in the water, they're turning the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> You're no. no, and then he sells oh, his shit. own supplements on there yeah. and stuff. His, he uh, sells supplements. Yeah, yeah, that's like his <laughs> money maker. That's the way. What kind? Like brain enhancers or that? I think alien he has some blockers. Nootropics. I think he yeah. has almost like uh, what's the Joe Rogan and um, Alpha Brain? Like that? Like on it? I think they on have it. like the same type yeah. of supplements, mm-hmm. like human optimization or something. Yeah. I would never buy Alex Jones. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would never want anything to make me like Alex Jones. He's not, obviously not a man of fact or science. So That podcast uh, he was on with Joe Rogan, the latest one, like yeah. the four-hour one. Yes, that one was amazing. Just it, took so me, entertaining. it took me a month to watch that one yeah. or listen to that one. Because I wanted to like invest in yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't even drive and listen to this one. <laughs> exactly. I had to lay in the bed and listen to it. Yeah. I hate. This is uh, the first time I've ever been entertained without having to do anything, like driving or working out. That podcast was. I hate how Joe Rogan and them, like, I like how they break them up in clips, but at the same time, like, I won't watch an entire show 
Because I'll just watch like the highlights. Yeah, I try to avoid watching the highlights. I've never watched the highlight. Because I'm on like long drives from Georgia and stuff. Like if I can't find a Joe Rogan podcast, I'm freaking miserable. Yeah. Or some something uh, that's like two hours or more. Yeah. Uh, you, you gotta find something. Yeah, it's hard to listen to music for two hours. I listen yeah. to music like when I first start, and then when I get out of traffic out of Atlanta. I put on a podcast mm. up until um, like London, you yeah. know, the Daniel Boone, and you don't get service for shit. Yeah. You don't like pre-download them? No, I should. You should, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I had over like 18 gigs of Joe Rogan podcast downloaded on my phone, and I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, why the hell I got these? Because mine, as it plays, it downloads. Yeah, it's so, like you're subscribed, kind of. Yeah. Uh, they had a guy on there today, like the OG podcast guy or something. Did y'all see yeah. that? OG podcast. Guy. Yeah, I guess Which, the guy that started like doing podcasts. Uh, I wonder who the first podcast was. This is why we need Crank here every day, every time. What is he like? He's I'm a, a big podcast guy. No, he can Google <laughs> shit quick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's quick about everything. Run quick, dunk quick, <laughs> Google. You ever have conversations nowadays where you're like talking to somebody? I wonder how much this is, or like, I wonder like what this is. And we're like, why don't we just fucking Google it? Yeah, Yeah, man, that's something else. We're so much smarter than them fuckers that rode horses. (laughs) I think that, but we got people like Alex Jones that has a huge following now. So we might actually be dumb. I think we're dumber. Did you see the Alex Jones video? Where he was driving in the armored vehicle with a megaphone yes. shouting about I've seen Bernie that shit Sanders. On what's, his, what's, his, what's his YouTube yeah. channel called? Uh, Info Wars. Info Wars, yeah. Did they take it off YouTube or? I don't know. I think they took it off, but he still has his website. Where they so maybe like other people are uploading it. Probably. You know? yeah. Like, he's not putting it out there directly, but. God, that's that's horrible. It's so much fun when you find somebody that understands like at, like Joe Rogan talk, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, man. I think it's just like open-minded people, and I think he's kind of been a big service in making people more open-minded too. For sure, he gets like shit on online though yeah he does I think some of it's like his haters are very driven I think some of it's he he gets shit on in like good faith like people just kind of joke about how he's always like it's entirely possible (laughs) yeah or how he's it's like memes yeah yeah but then there's some people that actually like think he's horrible like when he endorsed Bernie and like Twitter the Twitter mafia went crazy yeah I, I don't think he quite he didn't treat that like he was doing an endorsement. No, he halfway endorsed it. He just said it. He said, I like, think I'm going to vote for Bernie. Yeah. So that's it's, it. it's like, that's it. He's chose Bernie. That's the man. But who do you think was it, like, making that a news story? What 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 people were trying to swing that in their favor? I saw one on Twitter, which it's always weird people think Twitter is like a lot of people and stuff, but there's 350 million people in America and it takes 10,000 tweets for something to go trending. Yeah. But like a bunch of people were saying that like Joe Rogan was like a transphobe. (laughs) Only because he says like people that were biological men up until 30 shouldn't be able to go to women's MMA and kick the shit out of somebody. 100%. That's like... funny though. 
I mean, <laughs> have y'all seen the South Park making fun of that? I don't know. God, have you seen uh, have you seen the episode of South Park with Joe Rogan though? No. Well, somebody must have made it on Instagram. But oh, it's it looks, not like a real... Uh, I thought it was, but this is like they put him inside the South Park world. I don't watch and it's amazing. South Park, though, so maybe that, I don't that either. does exist. But. but I like I watch more South Park than I do Family Guy and I like Simpsons. watch more Family Guy. Yeah, Crank fucking watches that shit religiously. <laughs> Dude. They're so different. Like, South Park is like up to date on like... Yeah. new social issues and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that but like Family Guy is just so random it just gets more and more ridiculous as it goes on I don't watch like new episodes of you see where Guy. South Park made fun of Family Guy I mean, it was like probably almost 10 years ago but they said like, like the Joe Crowders with the manatees yes yeah, yeah. Like, it's like Hungry sense. Hungry Hippo or something <laughs> they just put random <laughs> topics in like a a five chamber thing and they make like a joke line out of those random topics man you know what I I seen that on YouTube like a year ago, and it's I've never been able to peel it out of my mind, and I'm like, this show's been ruined for me. I should have never even let South Park's perspective into my brain, because like, yeah. it it makes sense though. It does. It, it really is, does. It's, it is kind of a simple uh, process of episode making. It kind of sucks. Yo, that give me that bottle. Trump is so. Stupid in real life that South Park can't even Empty make fun beer of model. Empty. Got you. Do you notice how they like South Park quit doing like the political Sorry. stuff as much because it's hard to actually parody Trump because he's a self parody of himself. Yeah. So they stopped like doing that as much. But that's pretty sad though. Wait, what is? I didn't catch the like first they're. Thing. Um, they don't make they don't do a lot of political stuff anymore because they're like making fun of Trump and stuff. But it's yeah. hard to parody Trump because he's so batshit crazy to begin with. It's true. He's like already doing all the work for you. Yeah, it's, like there's nothing you can do to make him funnier. He just yeah, you can't exaggerate anything because he's already exaggerating. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. like a comic book villain or something. If Trump wasn't president, that's giving him too and much. And he credit, was like actually. on like a show where he was president. And he acted like this. It'd be, it'd be entertaining. It'd, yeah, it'd be incredible. And I'd watch the piss out of it. But where he's actually the president, it's I remember, so sad. I remember watching The Apprentice back in the day with my dad. And, dude, I thought Donald Trump was the baddest motherfucker alive. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like they almost presented him as, like, the the principal, and you were, like, in second grade. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're fired. Yeah, yeah. you're... Yeah. Dude, like, rappers... How many rappers mention Donald Trump in their song in praise? Like, yeah. through the years, just saying, like, I got I'm the money. Donald Trump you know? shit. I don't, yeah. He's, like, really good in marketing Definitely. and stuff. I wouldn't even say it's, like, strategy, though. He just... I feel like he kind of lucked into it, because that's just who he is. Like, he's lucked into being like a good marketer because like he's just it's just him like he's it's marketable it's not that he's like smart and he's like how can i market myself better he just he's an asshole that's <laughs> that, that does what he does and it works out for him yeah i don't think there's much like 4d chess like no, no i'm gonna mean. do this and like people's gonna like it i think he's just he's just an asshole and somehow it's marketable yeah and and i think it's also 
it's also I kind mean, of a power move to be an asshole too because you have all these people like at the debates and this is why if Joe Biden goes against him it, he's going to Joe Biden's going to be fucked is because Trump doesn't care to hit below the belt way below the belt he's going to mention Joe Hunter Biden uh, doing crack oh. there's stories about that he's uh, going to do the Ukraine thing it's mm-hmm. it's going to be bad only reason I'm going to definitely I watch like all the debates but I kind of want to see these two old assholes fight. I think I think they could honestly get to like maybe swinging. I would love that more than life. That would be who would throw the first punch. I, th- I don't Biden. know. I think it'd be Biden too. Yeah. I think yeah. Biden. I think Biden's be, in better shape, so he think he could actually win the I fight. I think he could be a little scrappy, maybe, because before he ran for president. <laughs> He uh, he said, you know what we did with people like Donald Trump back in my day? We take them behind behind school. Take them out back. Take them out back. Yeah. That's the only that when I do not want Biden to win, but I don't want Biden to win at all. At all. But the only good thing about it is the debates with him and Trump's going to be like <laughs> epically entertaining. It's going to be fun. You're going to get dumber watching it, but it's going to be like. Highly entertaining. Then we're gonna get former years of Trump, which is horrible. Is, uh, but <laughs> I mean, four more years of entertainment. Also, the entertainment continues, honestly, but it's much more. Honestly, sad. he hasn't done nothing bad in four years. Oh, so. he's not. How long? How long is this podcast? <laughs> I think the worst thing he's doing is like making Americans distrust like institutions mm-hmm. like we just think everything's a joke now if like let's say a, a court or something like blocks something Trump wants to do he acts like that's anything against him any resistance at all is like total bullshit and like he's stacking all the federal courts with lifetime appointees like Mitch McConnell blocked hundreds of Obama appointees and like when Trump got in office he's just pushing them through like fucking crazy and like he said he's gonna update Mitch McConnell had a a memoir and he said he has to update it in the last three years because he's done so much in terms of putting judges in wait is a memoir a poem about a memorable moment (laughs) isn't that like a it's almost more like a diary like a like like a a biography about yourself is that what I think it was a memoir I I might have the wrong word in a memoir Autobiography is that right? Yeah. Is that what you write about yourself? Yeah, yeah. it's something like that. And but uh, memoir would be cool though. It'd be like a rap, <laughs> like his rap. He's gonna have to update it now because he said I didn't think I'd be able to appoint this many federal judges. So mm-hmm. like the courts are gonna be like stacked in conservatives' favor mm. for. 30, 40 years because they're doing young, super right-wing judges. And then he's got two Supreme Court justices, which one of them should have been Obama's because McConnell blocked Merrick Garland's. And then if he gets a second term, he's going to do two more because Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she's the GOAT, but she's getting really old. I don't know, man. Do you feel like that Uh, Trump has the power to, like, fuck with the media so much that they start like fumbling the bag like they start fucking up oh it's already happened yeah like like I know when the election uh, really starts I feel like Trump is gonna mind fuck them so much I mean that they're gonna be be like they don't know what to say even the ones that are like for him yeah that's there's part of me that like I just enjoy watching 
the chaos of it all. Like that's being super. Like Trump is so involved in but, social media. Well, way more than Obama was. I'm not gonna say I'm involved in watch I, that. I want to watch the chaos, but what I am saying is that I'm glad somebody is putting the media in their place, even though Trump is not doing it. In the, for the right reasons, and yeah, the, he okay. still says Fox News is not fake news. Right, so. you need to crit- the media needs criticized in a huge way. Like they're a corporation, like yeah, they're. I mean, so they're the ones who have been a big chunk of fucking us over in the past. Yeah, few years, like propagandizing wars and stuff. For sure, diseases, coronavirus. <laughs> you know. Lyme disease. Uh, and I'm not. I'm uneducated, so I don't know if coronavirus is, you know, <laughs> it's as like big Joe Rogan said. Did you see that edit? It's like every two years we have this big disease that's going to wipe us out. It's true. Remember it, it, the what, what was it? Uh, do that swine, swine flu. Yeah. Swine flu. There's SARS. Yeah. Ebola. 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 Yeah. Ebola was more serious than the coronavirus. What's happened with any of these? There, I saw like a. <laughs> We're going to stop it. I mean. We got it, I think. I saw a meme And today. this one ain't even as dangerous as Ebola. Ebola could attack anybody. Yeah. The coronavirus can only attack people with like poor respiratory health. Mm. I saw a meme. It was like uh, there was an <laughs> African country that only had like three cases of coronavirus. And it was like uh, people don't know why. Like it rose only three 100% cases. today. And there was like a picture of like SpongeBob with the cowboy hat. And the cowboy <laughs> hat said Ebola. He said, there's only room for one of us in this town. <laughs> that's funny. Because isn't Ebola like a big African disease yeah, or something? Was, yeah. yeah, that's where it comes from. Drinking uh, dirty water Ooh. in Africa. Yeah, I think, I don't know which comes first, the chicken or the egg, with like the coronavirus outcry. Because like Trump and them, they have proven to be one. like incompetent and in dealing with something serious. Like, I don't know if coronavirus is going to be that serious, but if it was, I don't think the Trump administration would handle it great. I think that's yeah. really barking. <laughs> oh, but, really? um, so like, there. now the media is freaking out because Trump and them seem like morons trying to handle it. So they're freaking out. They're going all the way, like, the other way, saying it's horrible and yeah. all this stuff when it's actually in between somewhere with, like, between where Trump, like Trump and them act like it's a nothing burger. Yeah. And the media is acting like it's like the Everything. worst thing ever. Yeah. It's somewhere like in the middle. That's like, true. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Trump will do something and the media will be like, oh, how dare you? And like literally go to the extreme, mm. you know. And, and you know, that's, that's just, they don't even realize that they're, even people who... People who go against their political rivals, or I'm, I don't even want to say that. I'm just saying we shouldn't be so devised and we shouldn't be so aggressive towards people and make things up about them that aren't mm-hmm. true to get our point across. Because then that destroys your reputation. As media, you need to be honest, you know? And it's like... It, it just it sucks, man. I tell you one thing that pisses me off though is like everybody, especially on the right, says like, "Oh, just the left wing liberal media." That it that I don't think exists. Like MSNBC, they talk more shit about Bernie Sanders yeah. than anybody. Yeah. And Bernie Sanders, you know, is a or just a, don't pay him attention. No, they'll talk like they've had some. Chris <clears throat> Matthews just resigned. 
from Hardball because like he made some pretty bad why, comments about. Why Bernie. are they not a law reporting false news? Why is that not a law? I need a yeah. I need a law. You can't write fake news. There's like a a, a big gray area between like what's fact and just a blatant lie. Like let's say, for example, like yeah, like there's there's some truth to it. Like hey, I you know I made unemployment go to five percent or something, but you don't. It doesn't show how much. people have two or three jobs that's a bad example but like there's some like statements people make that's partially true but they're like really exaggerated well it's like like, a gray area there were you could say like there were two people killed today from trump's war or you could say there were two people killed today uh due to gas from the atmosphere Mm -hmm. and that's like that's one news station who is swinging you to believe that like in, uh, you know, climate change, and they're trying to push that agenda, and then there's the other who's trying to push, like, a democratic, anti-Trump agenda. It's yeah. like, you say the fact, and then you twist your swing into it, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm Detroit leaning over here, man. How did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> How am I doing this? You got a wheel off over there? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. But one good thing about Trump and there's not many is that like people and it ain't really him because like people like Bernie Sanders criticize the media I think rightfully so like mm. not, Bernie doesn't just criticize the media when they go after him he just points out that they're corporatized and they're going to protect the establishment Yeah. so like when the media and stuff they ask him questions at the debate like guess who funds MSNBC you know like pharmaceutical company so of course they're going to ask him questions in a uh, way that's going to frame his you know opinions in a negative manner yeah so like he like trump people will think that trump has exposed the media which is kind of true but it's also like it's not in the right way like you know like mm-hmm. it's not like in good faith or it's just he yeah. criticizes it because if they criticize him at all Mm-hmm. and then people people will say that, oh the media's you know fake and stuff and in certain ways they are but like not in the ways that Trump's trying to portray yeah. Yeah. he just portrays that they're fake if they go against him exactly but like they are biased but and stuff in other ways support them even like Fox if they support him you know it's just shaking hands and sticking money in each other's pockets is all it is it's I like, can't stand when people say babies and kissing hands <laughs> I don't watch CNN or MSNBC and I'm a Democrat but like I hate when people say that they're complete fake news and then say that Fox is <laughs> is some reason a beacon of truth that's another thing I was going to ask do you think yeah. like uh, like Chicago and places that support Bernie with like that one Trump guy is like, God, these motherfucking Bernie supporters. <laughs> like, you know, like down here, it's just all Trump. Yeah. And we're all like, goddamn Trump supporters. <laughs> That's true. We live in the middle of, uh, I don't know, I think it's an age thing. Do you guys think that? Like, our generation is just a little more. I, I don't know. I'm not swayed by media. I don't know how to say it without being rude, but no, I feel I like. Think I think it's okay to 
there's I've argued with a lot of my friends in Georgia were like Republican conservatives and stuff and like if I think if you argue things with in good faith like you can have a disagreement but like I see where you're coming from so like if someone thinks that cutting taxes for the rich is actually gonna help and I'm like well no like if we tax them like we can do like social safety net like it but like I think the right wing has done a, such a job of like dividing us and like mm. making it like bad faith arguments. Do you say, like do you say that? Did you say the right? Yeah, like I think I think the left has took part in it too, though. Well, I'm saying okay, so let's. You know what I'm saying? I I think the left is is, is divisive in its own way. They are in their own way, but it, I'm saying in terms of like. Just arguing with people about positions. Like, I've never seen a right-winger frame a, a left-winger's argument in a, a, a positive way. Or, like, saying, like, they literally take the worst-case scenario. Like, you just want lazy people not to work. Yeah. Or, or not, you know, lazy people to make money and not work. And, like, I'm like, no, like, I believe in taxing. Okay. Like, it's... What, what about What about saying that... Uh, this is crazy, dude. But abortion, like, mm-hmm. I know there are some crazy people out there who, and 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 I, I say that a woman should have the right to do it, but you know I understand why you wouldn't want that and why you would be conservative in that mm-hmm. way. I know, I know. There's a lot more to it. It's hard to for me. It's like it's hard to argue that. I'm about to pee in this bottle. Do not pee in the bottle. <laughs> For me, it's, I mean, it's hard to argue that it's not a life that is, you know, being taken when that's happened. But I need a smaller chair. <laughs> that is the smallest chair you can in the room. We, we usually end up having to do this at some point. Rearrange. Let's see. Okay, so. But I was just, I was saying, like, in terms of, like, the left wing pushing an ideology on somebody as if it's the, you know, 100% way to go. Right. And being aggressive. I think that's one, one way that we have as well. Uh, and some of the uh, abortion arguments from the left wing, I don't agree with. Uh, you know, you've heard a million different talking points. That was quick. Yeah. I was just thinking this. We get a sponsorship by some Perry Distributing. Because <laughs> my pee was so, like, seltzerized it was uh, carbonated. For sure. That was smooth. Okay, so back to abortion. Okay. <laughs> I gotta pee again. Um, like I, I hear left wing arguments about abortion that I don't even necessarily agree with, and you hear it from a lot of people. It's like you know, left wing is you know more government influence on stuff, bigger government, and the right wing advocates for small government, which. That itself is kind of like a whistleblow because, like, they want a small government because they want a small federal government so the states could have slaves, essentially. Mm-hmm. So that whole premise is kind of 
misconstrued anyway. But when I hear Democrats say, you know, Republicans want small government, but they're trying to control a woman's body. And like, but if they actually believe abortion is killing a life, that's saying any law you have is the government, like the government doesn't legalize killing people. Mm. Just people that's, you know, alive, 30 years old. Uh, The government says you can't do that. And no one says, that's, you know, big government in your lives. Like you got, there's laws, you know, like I don't see abortion as, even though I do agree a woman should have a right to choose, but I don't see it as like the government expanding because there's not like a different department of the government that's going to handle that. If you say it's outlawed, then it's just a law, you know, that you can't do it. So like, I don't like when like, Democrats, you know, try to say, "Oh, you just so, you're against big government. You're against big government, but in this instance, you want the government to control." I'm like, "No, that's just a. They might actually believe that it's uh, killing a life, and that like the government should make a law saying that that's illegal." Yeah, well, they're not. The government's not expanding because of the law. Like, there's a million millions of laws. That doesn't mean like. What's the what's that like cut off of abortion? Are they one? Can you abort all the way up to the time it's born? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. just recently in like some states they passed like uh, late term abortion, which they passed it. Mm-hmm. Like New York City. Like how late? Like late, like mm. almost delivery day. But at the same time, oh I have no God. idea about See, um, that's tough. reproductive health and yeah. like. If I was like a gynecologist or something, yeah. I might be able to be like, well, like in some, like I have no idea. I mean, that, that's part of the problem is like, how are we supposed to educate ourselves on all of these issues and come together and meet in the middle and mm-hmm. figure that out? And I, but I do think though, like it, uh, abortion topic goes both ways. Cause like we like late term abortions very difficult you know to even understand like the health implications and like no one in the right mind like no one would just want to have a baby up until nine months and then say nah never mind like I don't like uh, Pete Buttigieg but he had a really good comment about uh, Mm. this in one of the debates he said listen these people already like picked out name the name for the kid they already bought stuff for the kid, cribs. They bought, you know, they they expect on having a kid, and then something comes up, they might have to late term abort it, you know, like so. It, so, and this gets misconstrued. Like Democrats want mothers to just kill newborn babies. They're like, they can wait till it's born and then just kill the baby if they don't want it. That's that's just a bad faith argument, you know, like. Yeah. That that's not what happens. They call it infant infanticide. Mm-hmm. Like people just can have babies, and Democrats want you to kill the babies. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not what's that's no one thinks that's okay. Exactly. That's just a bad faith argument. Yeah, yeah. And like the uh, big government, small government thing. I don't think it's as much bad faith as much just it doesn't make. If you like pick it apart, that's not really like the best sense that. that doesn't make the most sense you know we're we're not talking about these issues though we're arguing about them like honestly there's not been any time sitting with you and i and i mean we all apparently have pretty similar viewpoints so of course it's going to be smoother 
but like I haven't ever felt during our conversation that like uh, like offended you know or yeah. felt like I, there was something I needed to fight for that like you know we're just having a discussion and trying to figure these things out together it's not about defending the the thing that you want to in your head or fighting for yeah. your team it's just I'll tell you one thing and I might it's anecdotal and well there's been some studies I've seen too from sharing fake news just memes on Facebook kill me because yeah. people think a picture and words together make it fact. Yeah. And it might be because <laughs> most of my friends are from Eastern Kentucky on Facebook yeah. or right-wingers. But right-wingers. I see Right-wingers. We've tried to put the, I mumble too. so much, I try to put a G in there, even though it might sound like right-wiener. Right-wiener. Wingers. What were you going to say about it, though? (laughs) But I see so much bullshit shared on Facebook that's totally fake and fabricated. And it skews way more towards the right than it does the left. And it might be I live in eastern Kentucky, and most of the people are, uh, they lean right. But it's just, there's a, what was it, Oxford had a study, like, Sharing fake news online is it's you know more right wing hmm. thing to do. Sharing that, fake news, like sharing, like you know, just you see a meme someone yeah. shared. Do it's you just, think? Do you think they? Um, well, first of all, what do you think they're measuring as fake news? Stuff but, that's blatantly just like false, like a quote from George Washington saying that like. We can't limit guns at all because there's you know in those times like he never said it like I'm sure they only did objective next to the photo yeah Yeah, I'm sure they only measured it through like objective like falsehoods probably I did one of those are so easy to make though by anybody yeah but I see them so much online like one of them some of them almost make it to like small news like WIMT would fucking post some of this shit some of them like making on Fox News like there's someone said they found a Muslim prayer rug out in Mexico (laughs) on the border saying that Muslim extremist terrorists are crossing the border and someone found a Muslim prayer rug and that started from a prayer rug that started from a meme that's crazy yeah that's crazy and uh I saw I saw one. It was like Obama gives uh, speeches in front of uh, Muslim prayer curtains, not the American flag. And literally, I googled Obama's speech and found a bunch of speeches of him in front of the American flag. And I just I didn't say a word. I just posted those pictures on the comments. Just I didn't want to argue, but I wanted yeah. to show the person like. Yeah, that's the one oh, that I'm talking. Yeah. about. let me yell at you. Wait, wait, real quick. That's <laughs> all good. Yeah. What's up, Lily? Lily, hush. Oh, hey. no. You brought your phone out first. Uh, now I have to banter. No, I was just looking at some shit. Because I haven't checked you wanna, in a while. Do you want a uh, seltzer water? Uh, I'm okay right now. I actually think I need to sip some of this water, man. I know. Water is amazing. Um, I like... I've We're learned... talking to the man that lost 55 pounds in two months. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, that's insane. You lost how much weight? I lost um, 
Wasn't it like 55 pounds? 58 pounds in a little less than two months. How? David Goggins method. <laughs> At so, all costs. You gotta go. go. You gotta go. <laughs> Fuck the milk. You know, did I ever tell you I watched him like he comes oh, yeah, yeah. somewhere at, when I was at Tennessee. He, yeah, dude, the dude like he came and spoke to us when I played at Tennessee. Wow. Yeah, like in person. And he probably wasn't even. He wasn't that big on the radar. Then. Yeah, I'm. He, sh- he probably wasn't anything on the radar. How long ago was it? 2012. No, I mean actually it was 2013 in the spring. Like, where I play football and stuff, like, I can remember random-ass dates. Mm-hmm. Like, or not even, like, specific dates, but, like, seasons. Like, that happened in 2013 spring. Because, like, I know it was right before, uh, right after Butch Jones became coach, and he came became coach the spring semester of my junior year. Mm. So, yeah. This is your first time meeting a Division One athlete, isn't it? I mean, Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> many years and many beers ago. <laughs> far, far away. I seriously... <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> have nightmares. No shit. Nightmares about playing like, Division One sports. Again, like... The pressure? Like, I was... That and, like, you're all, you always have a coach that's on your ass. And, like, they're always, like... It's always, like, a dog-eat-dog environment. And, like, if you don't do well and perform, like, this guy's going to take your job. And you're watching film getting critiqued. Which, it was fine. Like, that stuff's dandy. But, like... It kind of wears on you a little bit, and, and you're not you're not getting paid, man. Right? You're not you're not, and you're going free food though. You do get a lot of free food, and they just changed <laughs> they changed the law to where like you can pretty much eat all the time if you're a student athlete. Like if the program has enough money, yeah. they can always have snacks. You know what the fucking snacks are? Like P.F. Changs and stuff. What? Yeah, like in fall camp we oh, have a couple shit. meals a day. Like at the uh, cafeteria, one and then we'd have sna- we'd have <laughs> do that. we'd have uh, tell the snacks. Youth. <laughs> tell the youth about PF Chang snacks. Catered <laughs> in, man. Like our coach went from when I was there. I played for Dooley for three years. He came from uh, Louisiana Tech, and he was like, "Y'all don't fucking know how good you have it here." He's like, "When I was at Louisiana Tech." We our snacks were fucking turkey and ham chokers. <laughs> Pour water to choke the some bitch down. Now we got fucking PF Changs. Like he was chokers. Just <laughs> gonna choke it down. <laughs> He's got them turkey and ham chokers. Cause you have to choke them, and he always do the like the visuals. Choke them down. He said one day like after practice in front of in front of a bunch of female trainers and everything. He's like. Y'all are playing like a bunch of fucking pussies. He's like, I want y'all to play like fucking men with a big swinging dick and did that. And there's females everywhere. He didn't give a shit. Uh, oh God. He was like, I hate him as a coach. Like, I thought he was incompetent and stuff. But... Wait, that was the coach the he whole was time? the head coach. He I was thought the, you were talking about a player. No, he was the head coach. And, oh my God! And the media had like yes, they didn't get to dude. see as much of him. Like the, they he played a little bit in front of the media. Like they call it dualisms or something. Yeah. But in front of the players, holy shit! Like he was, 
he wasn't a guy you really <clears throat> laughed with he, either. Is like he was being dead serious. Yeah. Like you uh, laughed at him. Yeah. He told us one time he's like, "Listen, guys, <laughs> if we," he's like, <laughs> "This is personalization." Yeah. He's <laughs> he's like, "I don't give a shit about weed." He's like, "The only thing is, it's fucking illegal. <laughs> you can't do it." He's like, the fucking first day, I promise you, if they legalize weed soon, the first day I'd smoke a fucking bomb with y'all this high. And like, he was in the locker room. He like, came into the locker room because I guess a bunch of guys just recently failed a drug test. Mm. And um, I was just talking like that. And he was, he was crazy. I mean, you have to be a certain type of person to coach college a college sport. I feel like there's more pressure on college coaches than professional coaches. Jesus, dude. They're well, they have to recruit year-round, too. Yeah. And, like... And it's their program that they got to, like, spend the money on, you know, or yeah, earn the, the money time. for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's... it's uh, for the college. How does that work? Like, how... Honestly. Like, how does... My thing is, why does the coach help? get paid but the players don't? If... I, if I'm they're mixed, coming to see you. I'm really mixed about if players should be paid or not. Yeah. Because for one, it is amateurs, but I'm looking at it in the paradigm that's already exists in the NCAA. Because like the the programs with the most amount of money would just buy all the good players, mm. not recruit. They essentially do buy all the good players because they can recruit and they have really nice facilities. But there's at least enough nice facilities and uh, perks that, like, it's kind of spread out a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you could pay somebody, they like, Alabama could offer you, like, whatever, just five, ten million dollars. And, you know, Tennessee might be able to offer you three. That's not really fair in, in that aspect. And then... What if, what if they but just they, paid everybody equally? What if they yeah, just gave you like a minimum wage or something? I'm down. I think that's a good idea because it'd still be fair, and like you know, people like you, the players would be making a chunk of the, what. Like the NCAA makes billions. Yeah. College footballs, billion. Yeah, that's what, that's why I'm saying like NFL is a billion dollar industry, the same as the college. So how can the like NFL afford to pay their players, but the NCAA? Can? Oh, they can. Afford That's what I'm saying. They like, can. They just why are we letting the richer get rich? And they do it all like and they frame it, and like I was uh, prone to this, being uh, listening to it through the paradigm that's already exists. But if they just told us like we make this much money, like all the players get this much, like I'd be totally down with that. Because the, the thing extension cord. We, uh, our coach at Tennessee, like, you know how the coaches always say, like, it's student athletes? Yeah. Um, our coach at Tennessee had a little saying. He said, school first, pointed right here, school first, football second. <laughs> and would say that to us. And so I don't think either student athletes should get paid, like, a minimum or maybe like a maximum. Yeah. Like there may, might be a little range or something. Or just let all Division One athletes make that much, then Division Two make that much, Division Three make that much. Or I was thinking maybe since um, 
since college athletics is such a big business, especially college football, maybe just let them play college football. Yeah. And then after it, pay for their school. Because it's really hard to mix the two. Like, I had advisors tell me either pick football or school. Like, I'd want to major, like, maybe I want to major in biology. They so said, it wouldn't pay for all that? No, they, they would pay for it, but they framed it to me like either major in what we want you to major in, which is easy, or major in what you want to major in and maybe miss a few practices here and there and lose your scholarship. So an 18-year-old kid, and you hear lose your scholarship, and you're at a program like Tennessee, what, what are you going to do? You're going to yeah. you know, major in what they want you to. Mm-hmm. But if what I was me now, I'd tell them to shove it up their ass. Yeah. What was the programs? Yeah, that they pushed on you. Just like some... Dinosaurs and disasters. <laughs> Uh, like sociology and stuff like that. There's yeah. like a couple different programs where they're. Was that like their specialty or something? Was that like something they were really prized for? No, maybe? no. Just or maybe, maybe that was what they didn't have enough of, and they were trying to make yeah, it. It was just an easy. The they knew it was an easy yeah. program, so like they'd want their athletes to do it because you could schedule class. Like a lot, you know, biology, chemistry, gotcha. any science is gonna have a bunch of labs, yeah, associated with it, and. You know, you got to have a pretty free schedule to play college football because you got to have time to work out, time for practice, watch film. So they want you to be able to schedule classes whenever the fuck ever, you know, yeah. around football, essentially. And yeah. uh, it was just – it was like a power play. They would, like – they wouldn't actually take your scholarship. But when you're an 18-year-old kid and, like, you hear that, you kind of just say, okay, uh, fall in line. Yeah. But right now, I'd tell him to show it up their fucking ass. Yeah. Like, I was telling him, like, her coach would say, school first, football second, mm. and do that hand motion. Wow. Yeah, school first, football second, uh, and give us a little wink. Yeah. Even though the coaches and stuff in the media is like, her first priority is them being good students. Yeah. That's, no. But their first priority is them being able to be at the football facility as much as possible so we can win and I can have my, a job. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, I have – every now and then I have uh, nightmares PTSD. about – Almost, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing ever bad. It's, it's just like I think some of the wear and stuff. But, yeah. And, like, now I'm, like, at a comfortable place in life. I'm about to graduate chiropractic school and work and stuff like that and – just the added stress of like just playing for a, a D one program like that is just it's a lot. So not, my it ain't really a nightmare. It's more like I don't want to go back to this much stress and like yeah. I not really work because I'm gonna work you know just as much, but like pressure. Yeah. So. Do you think that like? Uh, <laughs> Man, I lost it. Can't believe it. It's gone. That thought just floated off into thin air. We went from me losing weight to my woes about college athletics. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to ask. It's a simple question. Like, did you feel like it was worth the reward that it was? Like, what kept you playing? Like, for, for how many, how long did you play? I played five years of college football. 
And did you were you like dwindle like was your enjoyment dwindling in the last few years or months or so when I first not really because I transferred to AKU and it was a little less business like a little more fun huh. and I really enjoyed my time at AKU but it was it does like wear on you so like when I tried out for the Ravens and they said no I was like hell, like not really hell yeah but like okay it's time for the next thing yeah yeah but um that's crazy you tried out for the Ravens yeah and what that it, I'm glad everything like everything happens for a reason and then, like yeah. people ask me do you wish you did this didn't transfer or you uh, went to Stanford or this and that. I'm like, oh, it's like I'm happy yeah. with where I'm at. And hey, man, seriously, like you got to have fun and get out before it's too late. Cause like, you know, stuff like CTE, you know, that's any, um, anything like that, and also like the pressure, man. A lot of those guys who make it to NFL or NBA. They go insane. They mm-hmm. go like mad with yeah. power, fighting dogs and shit. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like the CTE thing scares the fuck. It's out not of for everybody that type of pressure and that type of exposure. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think football is a dying, gonna be a dying sport as soon as they yeah. come out with CTE. Because I I played football my whole life, and I, and I, in college I played fullback, and so my whole job is to smack the shit out of people you know mm. and or sometimes get my fair share of being smacked myself <laughs> but I had three diagnosed concussions what and that's huh three that's diagnosed and like diagnosed. me and my friends talk about like undiagnosed like we'd ha- it probably happened about I say it happened to me a hundred times but like throughout my career but I'd hit somebody and I'd either black out for two or three seconds or, like, you'd hit so hard, for some reason, your mind would get snapped into, like, deja vu. Ugh. Yeah, and, like... Oh, shit. And that's not good. There's no way around it. Like, that's not good for your brain. Mm-hmm. So, that... So, it's kind of like your brain vu, skipped. It made me cringe, man. Like, just thinking about how much damage is being done to these just, guys out there. And I like, think I've been, I think I felt that one time in my whole life. Getting deja vu? Yeah. Like, from being no, hit? Yeah, from being hit. It, it happened to me, at, I'd say, bare minimum of a hundred times. Like, I wrecked my dirt bike one time, and I hit so hard, I seen myself crash from a different view. Mm. Yeah. It just puts, it's I think weird. what happens is. Well, that's only happened to me one it's time. It's so ever. much trauma at once, it, it, it puts your brain, like, you literally start. Feeding into like neurology that you don't normally feed into. Like some somebody told me, I don't know how true this is, that you start thinking with the part of your brain for a couple of seconds that stores memories. Mm. So like what you're experiencing seems like a memory, which is like deja vu. Yeah, I think it's, it's it's probably because it's like such an amount of like infliction of damage or pain, or just a, an infliction on your body, and it like just. It's traumatizing mm-hmm. in a way that is like 
the memory forms immediately, and you just take a back seat and watch the memory <laughs> create itself. Yeah, it's you like know? yourself was going down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like once once it was over, I was just I was happy. I can't mm-hmm. imagine. I played five years of college football. I mean, one when I transferred from Tennessee to EKU, I redshirted a year, and, uh, and then played as a fifth year senior, but. I can't imagine playing ten years in like the pros. Yeah, that's ten more years, and like towards the end, that that's like really when I started experiencing like you know it hurting when I hit people. Mm. Like normal hits would hurt. Yeah, I'm like if I did this for ten more years, hitting bigger, faster, stronger people. Like so, the CTE shit scares the fuck out of me. What is CTE? Chronic traumatic encephalopathy. So it's just a lot of trauma to the head and there's things in your brain called ventricles and they circulate cerebral spinal fluid and there's multiple functions of them but they pretty much enlarge and it's almost like get a chunk of your brain being like take it out. Yeah. and mm-hmm. also like there's a, some minor like bleeding in your brain did you watch the Aaron Hernandez documentary yeah. Mm-mm. Like they examined his brain, so yeah. he had one of the worst cases of CTE ever. Yeah. yeah. And what really scared me was there was a kid in um, Washington. He played for Washington gay. State. Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Okay. yeah. A lot of people were pissed that the documentary talked about that more than his CTE. Mm. Understandable in a yeah. way. You feel like a half and half, maybe. You know? <laughs> yeah. That was still funny though. That dude was like. We had a relationship. And he said we were like twins. Yeah. It's like, dude, you look like a fucking <laughs> like, goober. Yeah. He, he said that about Hernandez. somebody he liked? No, no. Look like like twins? The, they had Aaron Hernandez's friend slash like team, former team, high school teammate on the slash documentary. Slash the guy he fooled around with. Supposedly the quarterback. Yeah. Just, I don't know if it's been verified or not. Yeah. But anyway, he was talking about how he, him and Aaron Hernandez were like lovers. And he was like, it was just like, like they I was, was gay, a quarterback, he was a tight end, we were like twins. <laughs> like, if you look at them, Aaron Hernandez dwarfed this son yeah. bitch. They look nothing like twins. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez, yeah. fucking 6'5", 230, big as hell. But there was a kid from Washington State yeah, that was slated to start as quarterback and killed himself. And they examined his brain and said he had CTE. And he was a sophomore in college that played quarterback. Like, let's get real. Quarterback isn't the most head trauma type position. I'm sure he took some big hits. Quarterbacks are protected a lot. Yeah, but, like, they're trying to make football safer and stuff, which I'm all for. But, like, the big hits ain't even what does it. It's like linemen lining up every play, bam, you don't, no one notices a fullback hitting a linebacker from 10 yards apart meeting in the middle. No one mm. sees that in the play because no one has – they don't have the ball. The running back kicks it to the outside. That's what you look at. But you don't realize the concussion that probably just happened. Yeah. There. Yeah. So, I'm – by the time I have kids that's able to play football, there's probably going to be more research out and, like – Yeah. This sounds horrible, but – I played football all my life, loved it, loved the physical aspect of it. Just, you know, 
hitting the shit out of people, but See, I don't know if I'm going to let my kid play. Hey, man, I, I, seen, I seen this thing. This was a guy who was a boxer, and he was apparently a really good boxer back in the day. And, uh, That's a boxing safer in football. Oh, I'm sure it probably is. Like just in terms of the amount. I forgot who said that. I think it was fucking uh, what's that? Uh, Rodriguez or no? That Joe Rogan talks to that MMA guy. What's his name? Uh, he talks to a million, but Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo, yeah. Mm. He's the dude that said that, and I was like, that is probably true because. They really watch for that. Like, they won't even let you get knocked out sometimes. Like, if they say you're going to get knocked out, they go ahead and stop it. Yeah. So the they box, say, yeah. they said a sport that you're meant to get hit in the head is safer than a sport that's nowhere near it. That's even in the rules. And UFC's safer than boxing. Yeah. Because, like, boxing, the one thing is, like, they do throw in the towel a lot when they see a guy getting beat, you know, beat up bad. Yeah. But there's a lot more... Punch hits, yeah. hits and boxing, like you know, right to the head. boom, yeah. boom, boom. It's like the one shot KOs and like the UFC. People suspect those don't do as much damage like over time because like it's a quick, when, yeah, well, it's a quick like you know just getting your lights shut out, you getting hit in the jaw, yeah. but like boxing, you getting hit in the head, and like that can cause your brain to swell. Like yeah. people right. die in boxing way more than UFC. Yeah. Because yeah. there's more stuff that happens in UFC. Like, you might see a fight. They go three rounds, and they're going to throw a punch. Just yeah, on the ground. Maybe an elbow here and there. Kicks. There's a UFC Body fight shots. this weekend. Uh, but I don't know, man. That that guy really shifted my perspective because, like, he was on top of the world as a boxer, and he's deteriorated so much that his brother has to do everything for him. Like, put his clothes on and... Uh, you know, he, he was, like, at this award ceremony for him, and, like, they said he didn't really understand what was going on, that he mm-hmm. was being recognized. It was hard to watch, man. It really Dude, was. Netflix has been releasing some documentaries lately that rip your heart out. Have you seen that Fernandez Files case? Mm-hmm. The kid. About the little kid. I Dude. heard. I saw it on Twitter. I watched two episodes of it last night, and I swear to God, I got so mad. I probably drove to that second prison where he was at and killed him. I seen, I think I seen it on there. and I'm Like, this kid lived a perfect life of age eight. Then uh, his mother finally got custody of him. Within eight months, he died. Uh, what? By? Just abuse and, like, torture. It's fucking horrible. I've never even heard of it. Apparently, it was recent, like, within the past, like, five years. People can be monstrous. Like, it was mostly about how, like, Los Angeles is corrupt. Hmm. Like, and how all these people that went and checked on him never said anything, and why he never said anything. Mm. But I've only watched two hours over ten hours. Thing, so. <laughs> yeah, so who knows? I mean, there is a lot of truth to, like... Let's not say this you, is also... The the mom, like, said that she was, like... Like, pretty much, she said she was retarded and didn't have anything to do with it. Like, she couldn't control it. And I was like... Is that what she claimed in court? Yeah. Said that she was mentally incapable. Did y'all watch the Bundy Files or whatever? Yeah, I watched a few. I watched that movie. Was that yeah, different? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. People were pissed about that movie. Why? Because they like romanticized Ted Bundy. Oh, yeah. Zach like Efron. A, like, yeah. no, no, uh, Zach Efron's a 
damn good looking dude. For sure. <laughs> yeah. It's Baywatch. I was like, I don't know. It was The Rock and Zac Efron. I was like, Is Zac it bad Efron to have heavy. a top five? I mean, I do. Dudes? Like, I, I don't think we are Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio about age twenty, the hottest of all actors. Man, I don't. I got. Th- I don't know. I got to think about it. I, I think you got the dude from The Office is number two. Kazowski, whatever his name is. Hey. Mike Lazowski. No, the dude from The Office. <laughs> the one Jim. alien from Jim. Monster Jim. Jim from The Office. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The new Jay's Jay. scruffy ass. I tell you who. I, okay, so Matthew McConaughey. Is decent. Yeah. We're living in a McConaissance. Like yes. he just never ages. But the Hemsworth brothers, <laughs> yeah. definitely Liam yeah. and Chris. Yeah. The other one's, eh, he kind of, he's a poor man's Hemsworth. <laughs> Ain't that the, yeah. I was uh, talking to. Your two brothers look like that and you look like fucking <laughs> <laughs> dog shit. Um, I was talking to my roommate uh, in Georgia, Eli, about like, that's the one the most like, the expression that shits on someone the most, in my opinion, a poor is man's a poor man. man's whatever. Yeah, it's like oh, that's a poor man's Bradley Cooper's. Yeah, yeah. that's horrible. <laughs> I would never want to be a poor man, somebody, but yeah. I'm sure I'm a poor. I actually, I've had several people tell me that I look like Jason Witten. Who is that? The tight end for the. Um, Cowboys. Oh, okay. So in that scenario, I am a poor man's Jason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, um, I don't think I'm good enough to be a poor man's anything. Never tell y'all. Speaking of Jason Witten, like I worked out with him once, but I caught a, a pass from Peyton Manning. Oh God. One time. How? What was the situation with that? When I was at Tennessee, Peyton we're doing Manning's some, my all-time favorite fucking player. We're doing. I got a picture with him. You want to see it? Uh, we were doing summer workouts, and uh, Peyton Manning came and was like, he, you know, Tennessee alum, so he'd yeah. come work out and meet huh. the players and stuff. He did uh, seven on seven one day with us for like, you know, five or ten minutes. Like, I was in the huddle and I was a fullback, and he was just telling everybody, he's like, where are you? They're like, I'm a Z. He's like, you do this. Like, he was just telling everybody, like, you do that, you do that. Mm-hmm. He's like, you, my fullback, he's like, you run, run a flat. And like, he, Looked at all his options, didn't have anything, and threw it out to me in the flat. Uh, it was kind of like a low pass, and I caught it and just like I was like, I'm not dropping this pass from Peyton fucking. Yeah. And Dude, uh, I ain't incredible. washed my hands since. <laughs> Dude, that's been incredible. Let's see, I got this picture here though. With Peyton Manning, that's yeah. insane. When I was a freshman at Tennessee. Yeah. God, I wish I would have played football, honestly. There's Peyton. There's yeah, that's it. That's insane. Why does Peyton Manning look that's like he's about to always man. golf? <laughs> he looks like he's always about to golf. He's a cool guy, too. He told us a story uh, when he was talking to the team. He's like, Previous Bradley pa- uh, Brad Paisley uh, love romance or whatever it is. What? What? Peyton Manning and Brad Brad Paisley. Oh yeah, yeah, like the commercials. No. But he told us he's like, guys, my brother uh, was doing this thing for his high school football team, like alumni week. He's like, they had like a player from each decade come like talk to the team before they ran out and stuff. And he was like, all the other guys were like giving big speeches and stuff. And he said, my brother was the last decade before they ran out. 
And uh, he's like, my brother walked up to him and said, guys, no pregame speech ever made me and my team win a football game. But I do know what. We knew the more football games we won, the more pussy we got. Let's go. That is incredible. Uh, so that's, that's probably a true way to get high schoolers fired up. Honestly. More games you win, the more pussy you get. They're going to go with their own. Yeah. Have I ever told you the story Coach Noble told us? Mm-mm. This was, he, he told this story every year. You got to think about this. I started playing high school basketball in sixth grade. And so here I was, the only like kid under the age of 16 on the whole team here. I'm 13 years old. So Coach walks up. And he says, I always say this speech for each season. He says, there's a... There's a big bull on top of a hill and his son sitting beside of him and seen a big bunch of calves down in the, or calves, or cows down in the pasture. valley or pasture. And he said, uh, he said, hey, daddy, you want us, let's go down there and fuck one of them old cows. And he said, no, son, <laughs> let's fuck them all. <laughs> and I swear to God, that stuck with me forever. Yeah, that's awesome. Imagine being in sixth grade hearing that shit. Oh, like, wow. oh shit. <laughs> I got pissed real quick. Remind me to tell you of some of the stories that Coach Dooley was telling. Oh, God. <laughs> and they're horrible stories, but they're worth sharing. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to have to pee after he comes back. Yeah, dude, I got to pee too. Dude, this is an insane podcast. Yeah, it's been going an hour and 15. Oh, we still got, we got an hour at least in me. <laughs> This is going to be incredible. I'll go, then you can go. This is like the first ever. We know we're going to be here a while break. Uh, <laughs> Four, five, six. God. Let them know what's going on with the Outsider brand, what uh, what we're trying to do, get in stores and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if there's anybody out there who uh, knows a store that would suit our vibe, uh, maybe like a skate shop or like a hell even like a music shop um, any of those sort I mean even like an athletic store if it's just something that's cool that's all about people doing their thing chasing their passions that's where we want to be um, so like send us those places or if you're an owner of those places uh, contact us Let's work some stuff out. Because, uh, I don't know. I guess it's, uh, we really got to start finding other ways to reach people. Spread our, uh, magical message of oh, wonder. What's up? <laughs> oh, the lights went out. Baby, like, Lord, light I've never actually like bantered to myself before it felt really weird like i don't know i don't know how people make a living or like like doing youtube and just talking to a camera and a mic i feel like it'd be um it's a talent you'd have to like acquire like get used to because i feel like no one would be good at it at first there's no way remember the first joe rogan mma podcast he he did it by himself yeah it was like an hour, yeah, and he I was talking about that. how it's weird. Like, and if it's weird to Joe Rogan, like talking 
Like, yeah, bantering, yeah. Because he's good at talking, so he should be able to talk. Dude, he talked for 15 minutes at the start. His podcasts <laughs> yeah. are weird because they're not like, they don't seem like an interview. I've, no. se- I've seen a lot of podcasts where it's like, they have set questions, or not not even set questions, but they questions they want, and it just seems like it's more of an interview. It's like a, they have certain points they want to mm-hmm. hit, yeah. certain things. But it's obvious that like those points, I'm sure Joe Rogan does too, but like he hits all those points in the conversation where it's like, it doesn't seem like that's the go is to hit those points. Yeah. It's just like flows. I, th- I think honestly that's... Feels so much better. I could talk for another hour. <laughs> that's one of the better things about uh, developing that talent is uh dude my thought i gotta go pee I'm, i gotta well, pee i, I was Peace gonna out. say like I thought i'm sorry about, like today i was looking at classes like online. i got coach stories to tell you after. Yeah. like i was looking at classes online today at, like sullivan university for podcasting and i was like okay you could never find a job this way but it'd be cool to like have that knowledge fucking steve jobs their ass that would be incredible you know what like I don't know how true this is, but supposedly, like, Steve Jobs had a cancer that they could, like, treat. Like, you know, no cancer treatment's easy, but, like... Yeah, one that was... One that was manageable, and, like, he decided to go, like, the holistic route and, like, didn't do, like, the actual mainstream advice. I have no truth to that, so this is what I hear. The only things that I know about Steve Jobs is that movie that that one dude played in. What was his name? Fucking, he's on Two and a Half Men now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton, yeah. That's the only Steve Jobs I know. I ain't looked much into Steve Jobs, but it does seem like he... Which iPhone's doing A-OK still. Yeah. But, like, they said he kind of combined technology with, like, art. You know? But, uh, so I had a coach, Dooley, that would tell us stories get us motivated and shit, (laughs) and it was the dumbest shit anybody's ever heard. So the first one he told us one one day was the story about the scorpion and the frog. Have you ever heard that? (laughs) He's like, all right, so here's a story about the scorpion and the frog. He's like, so there's a, there's (laughs) There's a scorpion one Did day. Did he have like a real thick Louisiana accent or something? I mean, his accent was as thick as mine, but when I portray his accent, it's <laughs> he kind of was Georgia and he coached at Louisiana, but he had a way of speaking that was just my impersonation probably is horrible, but this is like from my memory how he talked. <laughs> but uh, he's like, so there was a, a scorpion one day, and he wanted to live across the other side of the river. And so this frog came swimming by, and he said, "Hey, frog!" And the frog said, "What do you want, scorpion?" And the scorpion said, "I want to live across the other side of the river. I just can't get there because I can't swim. Can you give me a ride?" And the frog was like, "I'm not gonna give you a ride. Like you're gonna sting me." And the scorpion's like, "No, I'm not. Just think about it. If I sting you, and you die, you go down, and I can't swim. So it means I die too." And this frog thinks about it, and he's like, yeah, that makes sense. Hop on. So the uh, scorpion hop, hops on the frog, and they're going across the river, and the scorpion's sitting there sunbathing, you know, having a good old time. 
and about halfway across the river, the frog looks back and the scorpion raises his tail and just stings the frog. And the frog looks back and is like, what are you doing, you idiot? Now we're both gonna die. And the scorpion looks at him and said, I'm a scorpion. That's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) And people were like, and? No, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's oh it. my God! <laughs> I'm a scorpion. That's what I think. He's like, and and he's like, I know you guys might not understand it, but he's like, it's the moral of the story is, do what you do, guys. <laughs> scorpion, they they're used to stinking. We need to win. It's just win. Like, our stink. And then he the even worse story. He said, there's this. I feel like that was an anti-story. That's, that's like you build. It's like you take a great storyteller. He tells the story, and then you realize yeah. there was no point after all. Yeah. Like after all the momentum, it just like it doesn't reach a crescendo point. No, not at all. Yeah. He, t- <laughs> he told us one time. He's like, guys, I'm gonna tell you the story about the monk. He's like, this monk was run, running from a pack of lions. <laughs> And he got to the edge of a cliff, and he looked back, and the lions were chasing him. So he climbed. No, he started climbing down the cliff. Halfway down, he saw a pack of lions at the bottom. Looked up, pack of lions at the top. He looked over to his right. There's just the biggest, brightest strawberry you ever seen. He devoured it. That's it. What? What? <laughs> that one had me hanging even more than the first one. I was like, okay, he's definitely, he's, there's definitely got to be more to this. And, there, and people will be like, Couch, what are you talking about? Make the most of the moment. He saw a big juicy strawberry. He devoured it. I feel like he was making these stories up as he was telling them. And like, then one time, this ain't a story he told us. He was just trying to get us pumped up for a game. Yeah, and he, he told us a story about a guy. His dad was about to die, and his dad wanted to do all these things before he died. Yeah, and then he he was I describing. That's it. What? He what? was describing Tim McGraw's dad when oh Tim McGraw's dad was dying, and like what he was. Like, <laughs> I don't know if this is true, or not, <laughs> but that's why. He, and then he played the music video in front of us. And oh let, let's God. let's get real. Like we're, there's a bunch of people that play at Tennessee that they're not from uh, Podunk, you know, <laughs> middle of nowhere Tennessee. Like there's yeah. a bunch of people that's like really good athletes from cities and cultures that they don't they don't relate yeah. to a yeah. white guy in jeans and no socks in a music video or color <laughs> music video, and he plays it for us. To get us pumped up. And people's <laughs> he, just like... That. He was hoping he could shed light on country music for him. <laughs> this is the one that's going to win you over, football team. But I swear, and he told the stories. Like, and then at the end, he's like, you know who that is? Tim McGraw. <laughs> and then sh- showed us that, and we're just like, oh, God. Yeah. That's, uh, have your mind I, that's things. why, like, when I was at... My time at Tennessee, like, I was there for, like, three and a half years. Like, even though I transferred, like, to Eastern, like, I transferred. If I had been there 20 more days, I would have played, like, my last season as a senior at Tennessee. Like, I was 20 days away from the first game. Mm. I was like, we had a new coach, dickhead. 
uh, hated them. I was like, I want to have fun my senior year and uh, went to Tennessee, but like went to AKU. But my time at Tennessee was just full of fun. Funny, sad, crazy experiences. I would say so. One thing that was sad, though, one of uh, my friends at Tennessee that was a player, too, I'm not going to say his name, but he told me he overheard the coaches talk to academic advisors one day, and he uh, told the academic advisor to not give this guy any help in terms of tutoring and all this. Like, that's one of the perks about being a student athlete, right? Like, you get free tutors and, like, you know, study hall and advisors and all this. Hmm. He said, don't help this guy. Let him fail out because I want to free up a scholarship. Because oh. in college football, you can't just, like, yank a scholarship. Yeah, there's, there's certain ways you can, but, yeah. like, you can't just blatantly just want to get rid of a guy because, like, he came in with a different coach and now you're the new coach and you don't can't you just can't kick people to the curb because yeah. you want to that decision was made yeah it's and like he told that and he, scholarship. like he told the advisors let him fail and like like how shitty do you get like this guy might not have been the best player yeah for your system or whatever but no one deserves to be treated like that be honest with him and find a way to work something out just be like hey man like honestly that's a coach without balls it really is that's a coach with very bad morals too yeah that's not just i mean there's behind the deal behind the doors coach stuff going on but like that's like that's over the line do you know of anybody that ever got offered anything like, everyone wants the movie Blue Chips? No. I don't know of anybody. Well, like nobody's well, dad got a new tractor. <laughs> <laughs> Ever really seen don't. that movie, though, with Shaq? Uh, uh-uh. Blue Chips is amazing. It's about all that. Like, I heard one former player get something, and that's about it. Like, literally, the people I was playing with, unless, like, they hit it, like, great, like... I think it happens more in like um, probably bigger programs and like basketball. Yeah. Because like football, like it takes. There are like eighty people on a team. Yeah, and like basketball, even like if 14. you're a big recruit in football, you're the big recruit of that year. There's ten the year before you, ten the year before that, ten the year before that. Like in basketball, there's like what eight to ten people on a team. Twelve. Yeah. One and done's also like in basketball a lot. And you gotta have your. Three or four white guys on the end of the bench cheering. That's from the home, the home state. Yeah, yeah. The preferred walk-ons. Yeah. That are still paying, not on scholarship. That's I would never do that. I know there's like success stories of like walk-ons, you know, making it to scholarships. And What's stuff that like one that? about uh, the Philadelphia Eagles? What's that one? What's it called? Untouchables. Untouchable. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. That would have never happened. The Uncrustables, Untouchables. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a different football movie. This is called Untouchable. Did I say Uncrustables? No. No. I, I was just, like, oh. <laughs> we seen Uncrustables at the Dollar General. Dude, I haven't had one in years. I know, I haven't either. That's why I wanted one. I've had one in the past four months. Was it because you were at the I didn't school? buy them, no. I didn't buy them or anything. It was just in the fridge. Oh, okay. And I just ate one. I don't know who that was, but I was hungry. Yeah. 
I mean, you can't go wrong with peanut butter and jelly. God, Uncrustables are good, though. Combo. You know what's fucked up about how the NCAA used, like, their, <laughs> what their rules used to be? Like, now they can give snacks, which snacks is so broad it can be like a set of of chains. But you have to change, goddammit. But uh, they used to not be able to give you peanut butter, like, after workouts. Allergies. But you know what they could? No. You know what they could give you? Steroids. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, uh, they they could. What's that one thing? They could though? buy a peanut butter making machine, and put the actual peanuts in the peanut butter machine and make you peanut butter. But like they didn't buy it as peanut butter and give it to you. So they could, <sighs> like that was just a stupid loophole to get yeah. around. Like, yeah, like there are certain certain places in America with. Weed, le- weed legalization where it's like it's not legal to sell it but it's legal to have it so like people will be like hey man do you want to buy this water off of me and get some weed as a gift with it <laughs> like that's how some of the stores are handled in those states so it's like there's it's ridiculous that we go through with with these loopholes yeah. and not just address it and be honest with ourselves so what we're doing is ridiculous you ever see the South Park where Randy wants to get uh, just buy the peanut butter is what I, the point I'm making yeah <laughs> where he wants to get fucking weed he wants to get cancer so he can smoke weed did you ever see that South Park no like he like researches like what gives you cancer like it's like <laughs> what right, so, so he's trying to get he cancer gets, so he can just smoke <laughs> it's one of the best South Parks do he gets uh, he googles it and like you know like so well, he's, trying to, he's trying to get on the fast track to cancer. Yeah. So, but the first thing he tries is like, uh, he sees on Google like uh, the processed foods and stuff like that. Oh, so he's, he just, so he's eats just throwing up hunks of bologna down. And like uh, pizza rolls and stuff and he eats them for a couple of days and like he looks at his nuts and he's like, no cancer here. But then he like keeps Googling and it's like one of them's like radiation and he's like, Oh shit! So he puts his nuts in a microwave. Oh my god! <laughs> in the microwave, and then goes to bed I didn't after, do that, though. and wakes That's up ridiculous. the next day, and his nuts are swelled up, and, like, <laughs> and he fucking gets medicinal marijuana because his uh, nuts are nuts. swollen. But then his nuts keep swelling, and uh, he can't physically get to the marijuana store. <laughs> And he's like, I can't sell you this marijuana, man, because you're not actually in the store. Like, you're technically outside the store. And he's, like, trying to squeeze his way in, and he just gets pissed. Because his nuts was too big. Yeah, he's, it's in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Isn't that called elephantitis? Doesn't that actually happen? It doesn't exist. I don't no. think it's from people sticking their nuts in the microwave. No, but. it's just uh, bad <laughs> or a body part. lymphatic flow. I'm yeah. going to stick my wiener in the microwave and hope it blows up. You ever watch uh, My 600 Pound Life? Yeah, yeah. that shit's crazy. Man, there's somebody that works that, that is 600 pounds that work at the uh, Buckhorn, whatchamacallit. <laughs> Children. Probably best we don't yeah, say. Probably not. Uh, but but it, I'm proud of this dude. He wears a 9X and he's showing up for his job. Yeah, you don't see like most of uh, 600 pound life people on TLC, they can't work. Even though I saw one girl actually functioning like she was a 
you look at her and she's a big girl, like big. Yeah. Like, but even like, thing she must have been like six two because like she was like she six, worked and drove and everything. Like six hundred pounds can't be that much. It's like two of me. That's not like crazy. Well, like it's but a lot, but it's like, like oh, God, some of the people are like five, five foot two, yeah, and they're <laughs> yeah. just. I <laughs> no, no, but it's hell. Yeah. Not, not one. Like their ears are even fat. Can I, can I vent about something real quick? Yeah, I got a vent. Okay. Fat acceptance is that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, fat, not not fat shaming. Well, yeah. should you fat shame? No. No. But if it's but, your job, yes. But should you tell people that? being any weight is okay and acceptable no because it's really not healthy to be obese you know what i'm saying like yeah you should never fat shame somebody but you shouldn't act like it's completely you health shame somebody yeah, no. health shame that's that's yes. a good one yeah like, because i you know, health shame my brother all the time like this motherfucker is large but he works out so i can't like <laughs> health shame him yeah anymore like I, I mean, dude, what? I mean, don't go out of your way to be mean to somebody who's yeah. overweight. But like, like, but with my brother, like, I'll see him like drinking a coke or something. I'd be like, why you drink so many of them? Yeah, like, yeah. Like I health shame him. I don't fat shame him. And and people, like I would be like, because you drinking those, you're fat. Yeah. Like I'm like, you shouldn't drink those. Yeah, it, it's just. I don't know. Health shaming. People need that shaming. little push sometimes. Well, it's like, it's dangerous as a society to say you can be as fat as you want yeah. and it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's like ugly dogs. It's they like, have ugly it's okay. dog competitions. Mo- listen, morally, <laughs> the uglier I guess are, the better. it's okay. Morally, yeah. But like... Well, morally, uh, if you're more of a religious person... Not even morally, because it's spirits are hard to fit yeah. in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And <laughs> also, you're putting that burden on somebody else of taking care of you once you reach that weight, basically. Yeah. Because the people who are completely like bedridden and just have people packing mm-hmm. food to them all day—that's that's not the, morally. From the six hundred pound wife, uh, this one lady. If I ever get over four hundred pounds, shoot me. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I'm, I've been over 300. I've been 330 before. So if I get to 400, shoot me. And if I don't look like The Rock, then shoot me. If I'm at 400 pounds and I look like The Rock, don't shoot me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like exactly like The Rock or almost. Yeah. Like he works out and he's 400 pounds. Not like God damn, work out, buddy. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> buddy. Like, yeah, just for, like the whole, you know, like people. Like, uh, I saw member. Bill Maher, which I got plenty of problems with Bill Maher, especially the way he's <laughs> conducted himself lately. Yeah. Uh, but he was talking about he, people can get fit shame now. Like Adele yes. just recently lost a bunch of weight, and people were saying like, "You sell out, blah blah." blah. Like, yeah. Or when she's trying people, to get healthy. Here's my thing. I hate, when people, yet, but. I hate when people say all you do is chest and arms. That's fit shaming to me. <laughs> like, at least he's doing something. Yeah. Or like, all you do is deadlift. Yeah. At least he's doing something. Really? Not for fit shaming or workout shaming. And you know what? Maybe, maybe that's one another way to look at this issue as a whole is to be like, maybe as long as you're doing positive enforcement as well as negative enforcement. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like you can say, hey, man. 
you keep drinking those cokes and like you're gonna be a mongoloid like on the TV. Yeah. Or you on could or whenever he's drinking a water, be like, Good on drinking the water, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean really though, you yeah. can do that instead. We so. should, yeah, we just shouldn't be so PC as a society to act like that's like, there's bad. a difference between fat shaming and just being generally healthy. Like, yeah. like health shaming. Promoting, yeah. Just promoting health. Like, like uh, one of the things that I do is, like, if my brother, like, gets a big bunch of food, I'll be like, God damn, that's a lot of food. Like, I'll yeah. we'll be you like. You gotta let him know somebody's gonna, <laughs> like. You I'm know. not even. Just say, God damn, that's a lot of food. <laughs> no, like, God damn, that's why you so fucking fat, huh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> You can't say the second one. Yeah. You guys be like, God damn, I'm off right there. Yeah. And then sometimes people just gotta get real. Like, yeah, you're I got, 500 plus. <laughs> guess guess who fat shamed me before I lost weight more than anybody? Who? Who you think? Uh, oh, who owns this fucking? Oh, Mina. <laughs> Mom was just constantly talking about, you know, she wouldn't bluntly say you're a big fat piece of shit, but she'd say, <laughs> She'd say it. She used She'd to say be. It. She used to be like Chad. Chad needs to go work out with you. <laughs> then I felt like inclined to be like, do you work think, out day. Do you think it's because you have a history of being fit though? Do you think that's the reason? See, that's what I think. Yeah. Because when, when my some, mom sees that I've gained weight, she's like, she's like, when are you gonna start working out? I can see you've quit. Yeah. And but my brother, I'm just like this son of a bitch <laughs> loses two pounds. It's like. He's been out there working hard in the garage. <laughs> he he cut the he cut the yard, half quarter of it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he said it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened to me one time. Oh shit! Okay, so it was my okay. I used to weed eat just for like the health. Like, because you'd get a good ass sweat going and it's like 102. You're yeah. just How weed eating. Work, right? yeah. I mean, you just out there weed eating, you're all sweaty, you're getting a tan going. No shit, I, I had weed eating the same fucking place four weeks in a row. And so I was like, okay, I can go hang out with one of my friends and he can cut it this time. It would be cool. Mm-hmm. And so he cuts no shit for 10 minutes and he said, it got too hot. <laughs> And I come back after it's dark. I come back after it's dark, and my mom's like, "Fat fucking yard ain't cut. Somebody's gonna be whooped." And there I am in the fucking dark looking for snakes, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like you couldn't do this one time. Then my brother, then they get home. My brother said, "I cut half that." <laughs> and my mom's like, "Oh, so he didn't cut it by himself? He had to have some help." Oh and I was like, "You know what yeah, would suck asses? You know the trip away." On the way to yeah. Chavvy's and Grapevine. Yeah. yeah. Like, they pay, like, I think they pay $1,500 to get that weed eaten. Oh, but yeah. there's, like, a crew of, that like, three or five. And then, like, by the time, like, they all get paid evenly and stuff, and it's not that much. Yeah. And, like, that would be I horrible. I heard somebody, two people took it worth. for $900 last year. And also... That's not worth it. Yeah, no. I mean... That's four. To, that's, that's four to five days of work for uh, for like three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Like if you're relying on those kind of jobs every week, you're out of fucking business. Bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck nine hundred dollars <laughs> to cut that shit amongst two people. It would be worth it 
if one person could cut it in a but it was so cool and you could, going, I don't think. but it was so cool coming to work every day and seeing how much they got cut every <laughs> <day>. <laughs> be like boys I got it this year <laughs> they gonna get it in four days <laughs> guys I don't wanna be the bearer of bad news but I think I have to probably get out of here of course yeah, I was enjoying this That's podcast raspberry. though, man. I didn't, I didn't want to come to an end. Hey, need... More time we start. Uh, we've been going an hour and forty three minutes, so we've almost been yeah. going two hours. Damn, it don't feel like it. It's a time capsule in here. I want to come back home for sure. Yeah. Yes. Like even if it's soon, <laughs> somebody jump at us, or it's gonna be us again. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I really do think just from the stories of college football, I didn't hit on half the shit that, like, some of the crazy shit. Yeah. About some of the, like, not actually, like, get into workout shit, but, like, some of the shit they made us do, I'll say for next time. Yeah. Because it was fucking stupid. <laughs> Tune in next time. And that's what, like, that's some of my nightmares is, like, oh, I get, we got to run 5,210 110-yard sprints. No, thank you. <laughs> Fuck right. that. Chad, pardon words. <laughs> Deuces. We'll see y'all, motherfuckers. Peace out.